Hi, this is Brandon Hall, founder of Logic Mind and Health, and you're listening to today's Logicast episode, a quick tip to set you on the path to better living. At Logic Mind and Health, we offer a unique set of ideas and practices that provide the most effective techniques for reducing stress and living a better life. Our philosophy mixes best practices of the past and present, east and west, rational thinking, and purposeful action. Our approach is based on sound reasoning. Our methods have been verified by scientific research and our own personal results. Logic is in our name and at our core. We know what works and we are passionate about sharing it. In today's Logicast episode, I'm going to talk about an unconscious source of stress known as adverse childhood experiences. Sometimes we can get stressed out or feel lousy for no reason at all. We aren't consciously generating stressful thoughts or focusing on something negative. We're just sad or unhappy or maybe even a little depressed. Sometimes the reason for this is because the unhappy emotions have been ingrained into our brains and our bodies from past experiences. Specifically, traumatic events from our childhood can wire our brains for challenges later in life. There's a clinical phenomenon known as adverse childhood experiences, or ACEs for short, that demonstrates the serious nature of stress and trauma at a young age. The definition of an ACE is a negative childhood experience such as an emotional or physical abuse, neglect, violence, or divorce that can affect a child's physical development and mental health later in life. ACEs can lead to trauma, which by definition is a psychological or emotional response to an experience that is deeply distressing. So, ACE is the experience and trauma is the result. The science highlighting the seriousness of childhood trauma and adverse experience is pretty eye-opening. Studies show that children with adverse childhood experiences had higher levels of cortisol, which is known as the stress hormone, than those who did not. And that's because they were stressed out. Their bodies were constantly firing the stress response which causes cortisol to be released, and cortisol can wreak havoc on the body if it's present in high amounts in the blood for a long period of time. Studies have also shown that the hippocampus, which is part of the limbic or the emotional brain um, and is involved in learning and memory, is smaller in subjects with a history of trauma. Now the amygdala, which is also part of the emotional limbic brain, is very active during stressful situations. The amygdala, like the hippocampus, physically changes in size due to stress. Researchers have seen an enlargement of the amygdala in people who have suffered from trauma and adverse childhood experiences. The amygdala is important because it helps identify threats in the environment, but when it's chronically activated due to stress, it begins incorrectly assessing what is threatening, and what is not. It sends false alarms to other parts of the brain, highlighting things that should not be scary. 
As a result, the stress response is easily activated for no good reason at all. The stress response also compromises the ability of the cortex to override the emotional impulses triggered by the amygdala. For some people, that results in the inability to solve problems, and for others, it can result in aggressive and impulsive behavior. Now, children can't entirely understand the situations they face or what they hear from their parents and others at a young age because their cortex, which, as a reminder, is the part of the brain involved in logic and rationality, is not yet completely developed. In fact, parts of the cortex aren't even developed until we reach our mid-20s. That's why it's crucial as parents, teachers, or anyone caring for children to become aware of the signs of stress and trauma. If left unchecked, it can lead to physical changes in the brain and emotional conditions in the body that can affect the child well into adulthood. Adults who have experienced adverse childhood experiences have far more health and behavioral challenges later in life than those who weren't exposed to the ACEs. Now, it goes without saying that we should do everything we can to love and nurture our kids and be extremely mindful of the things we say to them and the things we say around them because of the vulnerability of their brains at such a young age. Now, I would encourage you to look into these ACEs. And if you think you may be affected by experiences in your past or know someone who may be suffering from trauma, there's an assessment you can take and resources for you to explore, like on the website for the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, or aceconnection.com. Well, that's it for today. I'm Brandon Hall, and thanks for listening.